like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Bill Hinderman on the line, and he is the founder over at Shortwave. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? All is well, recording the old podcast, and uh, <laughs> happy to get into what you're doing over at Shortwave. I mean, podcast, hosting, syndication, analytic, all these things, really big, um, big topics. A lot of people considering uh, a starting podcast, um, and which I love because it just opens the market and broadens the idea that people are out there listening. So I think it's a great thing, and I want to get your, your take on that. But before we do, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur and in business? Yeah, absolutely. So my um, my education was in computer science, but uh, in doing that, I also uh, I, I tried to stay uh, as far away from sort of stereotypical uh, engineer or uh, you know computer science dork as possible. So uh, in college, I actually uh, I, I worked at a radio station and ended up um, assistant program director there by uh, by my my senior year of college, which uh, sort of the head of on air staff. Um, and it was, I would say, a uh, transitional period for that and a lot of other radio stations. Um, and that, you know, there was it was a lot of, you know, sort of nascent podcasting and uh, and satellite radio things like that. So um, we really we had to sort of keep that afloat for um, a year or two. And I think it just sort of sparked even at a young age being able to have that, um, if not safe, sort of lower stakes uh, executive. Uh, uh, experience um, in, in in that 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 radio station, but it 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 was something that was hard to shake. Even if I moved into my um, you know sort of traditional career after that of being uh, at a, a couple of larger companies for for a short while, uh, I I worked at uh, let's see Orbitz, Expedia, some some, some larger uh, web companies, but I ended up running uh, a small agency um, sort of as a, a side project with a few people I've met. Uh, in the, the design and the tech world um, alongside that. And then I moved to leading uh, tech uh, and product at a vacation rental startup back in 2016. Um, that it really, you know, it's sort of that next step into, okay, I'm not, I'm no longer doing this with, with kid gloves on, but for real, uh, you know, founding a product, getting, getting user feedback, actually, um, you know, going after investors and, and, and finding product market fit. Uh, and so it was really sort of the, I'd say the the, the rehearsal for then uh, eventually starting starting shortwave, um, which was sort of uh, you know a coalescence of a lot of these uh, being in radio, being in tech, being uh, really uh, involved in the both the front end design and the the technology behind it. it was really it was uh, I think the the perfect storm of a lot of interests uh, along with the ability to uh, to be. Uh, you know, an executive in my own um, my own project. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, and I, I love what I love about your story is, you know, like like all of us as entrepreneurs in our career, we have pivots, we have different things, and it seems like you're this progression of building. Um, yeah. And so, you know, 
obviously, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, right? If you could go back and tell and tell the, that bill that was just getting started a couple of tips, what would you what what kind of tips would you pass on to them? Gosh, um, get an LLC earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, a, a funny story about that. So I started shortwave. Uh, that would have been the fall of twenty seventeen. Uh, and just about a year ago, um, actually a year ago yesterday, funny enough, uh, I got a, a, a Facebook message from a friend I used to work with uh, posting to a, a Verge article uh, about uh, an incubator within Google that was starting a uh, – or floating the idea of a podcasting service named Shortwave. So, <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, no, dead serious. So, um, you know, luckily I, I had prior art and had, had – uh, customers and, and there was really no issue in the end and Google was uh, surprisingly um, amenable to the situation but uh, I think number one actually uh, you know uh, cross your T's and dot your I's as a business rather than just uh, doing the fun part of making the product but mm -hmm. on top of that I think being able to um, you know convince yourself to just start instead of think wow this is a great idea somebody else should make it um, recognize that if you have a good idea and it's something that you would use on your own, um, there's nothing stopping you from making it. So, like, the the idea of this this platform really came out of something that I wanted to use myself uh, to to make podcasts and, and, and kept seeing um, the, the opportunity and no one really filling it. And it was finally until I just, you know, decided, okay, this, this, this is silly. I, I have the idea to do this. I should make it. Um, I think the, the advice to, to that younger me is, um, to start working on stuff rather than thinking that uh, that the there there will be some perfect alignment of the stars telling you to do it because there there won't. That's awesome. Um, so I, I'm just throwing this out there. Great clickbait blog post. I fought Google in one. No, I'm just playing. You know. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, what, what a great, what a great, what a great story. Not saying to do that, but right. I'm like, wow, David that's a, that's an amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's a great. That you want some traffic? No, don't do that. Of course. Yeah. But um, that being said, storage to tell a party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I'd click on it. Uh, so let, let's change it up a bit. Um, you, you did bring up a shortwave. I want to get further into that. So you said kind of how you were inspired to do it. You designed something that you wanted to use. Let's go further into it. So the people out there listening um, you know, to this podcast that are considering launching one or if they already have one and they, you know, maybe they don't 100% like their service, well, why should they move over to shortwave? Yeah, absolutely. So, so a big differentiator apart from um, you know, uh, straightforward design and, and uh, a pretty uh, aggressively um, uh, competitive pricing model is that on top of uh, hosting and uh, analytics and syndication for unlimited shows, uh, really the, the big thing to, to differentiate shortwave, especially somebody who is making a podcast as a business, uh, is that we handle dynamic content stitching within the platform. And what that means is if, you know, if you, if you think of an episode of your favorite podcast that's say, three years old. A lot of times the, you know, certainly the content is also three years old, but so is maybe uh, a guest that is no longer relevant, especially the ads are no longer relevant. Um, and as a, a podcast producer, you're, you know, you, you get stuck having to sell on prospective new episodes rather than being able to monetize all of your, uh, your syndicated content. So the, the difference in shortwave is rather than uploading uh, you know, a whole episode and having that being the, the artifact that lives in the platform forever and ever, you can build your episode sort of the way that you think about it 
uh, as you're as you're producing it. So um, think of it as the, as the Lego blocks of, of a podcast episode. So that's maybe a pre-roll ad, the intro, uh, a bit of content, mid-roll, more content, uh, and then some sort of outro. Uh, and you can build the, the the show out of those audio clips within the, the platform, and then we stitch that together for you. And what that means, number one, is that uh, sort of the editing of, of clipping those those uh, individual clips together is is automated, but number two, it means that you can re uh, re uh, position those those uh, clips at any time. So if you you know start, say are 300 episodes into your show and you have a, a pretty good following, and you are are going after uh, a new uh, advertiser, you can offer them placement on every single one of your episodes and go in and swap the uh, the, the the ads in your entire catalog instead of just selling on we will give you you know x amount of uh, episodes in the future so it's really about changing the way that podcast syndication and uh, and, and and podcast monetization uh, is done not only for for creative individuals but people who you know don't really plan on or don't really have the uh, the the resources to join some some big podcasting network and they're trying to create a podcasting business as an independent or as, you know, a small group of people that have formed sort of an, uh, a, a network around shared interests, not around, you know, we are a subsidiary of a subsidiary of Comcast. That's awesome. Um, no, I, I like it and I get it and it makes a lot of sense. Um, and you're, and you're really bringing it to the, you know, podcasting to, um, you know, approach, making it approachable for people that just want to start one, um, and, and you're giving them a lot of different options to do that. So, no, I mean, I love it. All, all great stuff there. Um, so if somebody's no, absolutely. And it makes sense, though, because your background, number one, but also you having that radio experience and all the other things, those things just add up to you being able to design something that an end user would be able to use, even though they don't even know how much thought went behind making that easy and, and reliable for them. Because <laughs> they haven't, ideally, if they start right, right. There, they'll land there and they'll never have to go anywhere else. Um, whereas, some, some, whereas some that started elsewhere um, can, don't even know it's possible um, to have some of the features that you mentioned. So that, that's great stuff there, Bill. Um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on shortwave, uh, what's the best way for them to get it? Yeah, so we have a whole series of, uh, of help guides. Even if you're not looking at, at, at shortwave but are just getting into podcasting, uh, you can check out goshortwave.com. Uh, that's everything about the, the platform. We have a free trial, but we also have a whole suite of, of podcasting guides just about how to get into the industry or if you're thinking about doing a podcast to begin with. I'd really uh, encourage you to check that, that out because it's, you know, it's, it's an intimidating, intimidating thing to start, but it's, in my mind, one of the best industries to be in because it's so empowering for creative individuals to, to have this sort of uh, megaphone. That's so awesome, once again, that's goshortwave.com. Fantastic. Um, well, hey, I just want to thank you for coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, how you started and why you started Shortwave. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, don't forget, if you got a lot of value out of this, which I hope you did, um, head to the uh, to subscribe to the, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Bill, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.